Welcome to the sermon podcast for Restoration Nazarene Church, where we encourage you to be the gospel today so that you can share the gospel tomorrow. Didn't the kids do a wonderful job? I think we can all clap for them. They can kind of hear us. The, the point of the whole musical was that Jesus is, is the point, and once you find Jesus, that you will never be the same, I believe is what Logan told us, that you will never be the same. And, and today, we lit the candle of love, because we, we remember that today, we remember that Jesus is the reason that we love, that God loved us. And during the musical, we, we sang a song of Mary, Did You Know? And the, the song of Mary, Did You Know? asked the question, Mary, did, did you know? Did you know what Jesus was going to become? Do you know what your baby is going to do? And, and I love that song. I love what that song stands for, but, but it asks a question and we already know the answer. We know the answer is yes. Mary did know what her baby was going to become. And we know that because Mary sings her own song, which is recorded in Luke's gospel. And this is Luke chapter one, which says, and Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. And then Mary stayed with her cousin Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. The song that Mary sing comes, comes right after she visits her cousin, Elizabeth. And the story is that, that Mary traveled to see her cousin, Elizabeth, because she knew that she was going to become pregnant. And the moment that Elizabeth, her cousin, saw Mary, she immediately knew that Mary was pregnant. And then Mary said, or Elizabeth said something extremely important. She says in verse 45, she says, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And this statement is extremely important because of where it falls in the story. Those of you that may be familiar with Luke's gospel and even those that are not, Luke's gospel takes a very... uh, interesting way that he tells the story. The first chapter of Luke's gospel goes back and forth between two stories. It starts with the story of John the Baptist, Jesus's cousin, and John's parents, Zachariah and Elizabeth. And it goes back and forth between them and Jesus and Mary and Joseph. And it starts with John the Baptist and his parents, Elizabeth and Zachariah. And it talks about how Zachariah, Zachariah was a priest. And Zachariah was visited by an angel named Gabriel. 
And Zechariah, after this angel came, the angel said, Zechariah, you are going to have a child with your wife, Elizabeth. And Zechariah didn't believe. He doubted. He said, there is no way because we are old. The priest says that. And so the angel takes away his ability to speak. Now, for those of you know the stereotype of pastors, pastors like to speak. And so for them to withdraw his ability to speak must have been like death for Zechariah. And then Luke stops the story there. He leaves you hanging on what's going to happen next and then transitions over to the story of Mary and Joseph. And Mary is visited by the exact same angel, Gabriel, but Mary is slightly different because she believes, she accepts, she does not doubt the angel, and then she sings this song after visiting her cousin. And then after she sings this song, it goes back to the story of John the Baptist born. Zechariah finally gets his voice, and then he also sings a song. And the kids sang a moment ago about how, how people often get the idea of Christmas wrong. It's easy to focus on presents. It's easy to focus on Santa or other things while missing what Jesus is doing through us and through this time. And what's really interesting about these two stories is, is the, what we see through the story of Zechariah and Mary. And it's really interesting because Zechariah is silenced while Mary is given a voice. And this is interesting for two reasons. First, Zechariah was a priest, and Mary was just a poor peasant girl. If anyone should have believed the angel, it should have been the priest. It should have been Zechariah. But Zechariah doubted God, doubted what God could do, doubted what God would do. In a way, he got in his own way. He thought that he knew everything. He thought that he knew who God was. He thought he knew what was possible. And so he doubted the angel. And I wonder, how often do we get in our own way? How often do, do we assume that we know the Bible really well? How often do we assume that we know what God is capable of? We know what we are capable of. We know what to expect. And that hinders us from experiencing what God is going to do in our lives, just like Zechariah. And then Zechariah experiences this time of, of, we could call it punishment, we could call it whatever it is, but he was not able to speak and to even tell about what God was doing, which is a big deal for a priest to not be able to talk about what God was doing. The second thing that's really interesting is that the one that was given a voice was Mary. And Mary was not just a poor peasant, but she was also a girl, a female. And this was a big deal in this culture because women's Women did not have rights. Women did not get a voice. Women were not respected. And so if you think about it, this, this poor peasant girl was given this voice, was given this opportunity to bring the Messiah into the world. And in the same way, I wonder how often do we assume that, that like Mary, maybe we're not worthy enough, that, that we're not good enough that we are but just a, a poor person. 
We have sinned too much in our life. We've done too much in our life. We've gone away so much that there is no way that God could use us. There's no way that God could still love me. There's no way that God could work through me. But God, in this story, unexpectedly silences the priest, the one that we would expect to talk about Jesus and what God was doing and gives voice to a peasant girl. Jesus the Messiah comes unexpectedly as a peasant king, not as this great ruler that came down from heaven with fire and chariots and and horses to throw out the government that was there at the time, but yet he came as a baby, a peasant, poor baby from Nazareth. He was born in a stable in Bethlehem. It does not get any more unexpected than that. But God chose to send Jesus in that way. God chose to do it in an unexpected way. And in the same way, God chooses to work here and now today in unexpected ways. But if we're not careful, we can miss him. We can begin to think like we do as the priest. We can begin to think that we know what to expect. We can begin to think that we know more about God than God does. We can begin to think that we know more than the church does. We can begin to think that we have it all together, that, that we know what we are supposed to do. And we can be like Zechariah and completely miss what God is doing through us. If we become so focused on this Christmas season on buying presents for everybody else, and I'm guilty of this too. You all know that I love Excel, and I've got an Excel spreadsheet with everybody's name to buy for and the budget to make sure, and it's easy for me to get caught up in making sure that we're not spending too much money, but making sure that we've hit everybody on our list. And that, again, I am confessing here that that takes the whole meaning of Christmas away from me. I forget what Jesus is doing through and around us. If we become so focused on the things that we know, the things that we think we should do, if we become so focused on our inability, we begin to miss what Jesus can do through us. God sent his son into the world for us because he loves us. Jesus died on the cross unexpectedly for us because he loves us. And as I close out this morning, I want to read the ending of of the candle liturgy that we read this morning. It says, with the love of God in our hearts, may we work to see the love of God at work in the world. God's love embraces all people, regardless of background, race, ethnicity, gender, or any other category we place upon others. May we remember the love that God is extending to all and live out that love to the world around us, especially to those so often overlooked by the world. The ultimate example of love is found in Jesus. May we be a people that show love to those around us. May we be a people that be and share the gospel, that be Jesus, that be the hands and feet of Jesus to everybody we come in contact with this season. May we be a people that are not afraid to share who Jesus is and what Jesus has done through us and through him. 
My final challenge for you during this Advent season is this week, this final week of Advent leading up to the Christmas season is to show love in an unexpected way to somebody. And there are many different ways that you can show love to somebody, that you can be Jesus. You can do something unexpectedly. You can bring food to somebody. You can contact somebody, call somebody you haven't talked to in a while. You can buy food for somebody in line at the store. Do something to show love in an unexpected way to somebody that you normally wouldn't do. That is my challenge for you this week as we lead up to Christmas and remembering that the true point of Christmas is Jesus. And if we follow Jesus, our lives will forever be changed. Pray with me. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you not only showed up in an unexpected way 2,000 years ago, but that you continue to show up today in unexpected ways. Father, I know we don't deserve you, but just like you chose Mary, you choose us unexpectedly to carry out your plan, to share love with those around us. Father, would you give us the courage to do that? Would you give us peace and comfort? Would you be with those that don't have family members? Be with those that are in the hospital. Would your love be made known everywhere? Father, in this time, we confess the ways that we have lost sight of you in this season. The ways that we have been so focused on the holiday that we missed the reason that we celebrate. Father, remind us of your love again. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We would love to continue the conversation and connect with you. Comment, like, subscribe, follow us on the socials at rnazchurch or our website, rnaz.church.